Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary VTW, void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hello and welcome into feeling blue part of the block m podcast network here with you on wednesday night may 17th as we head into thursday may 18th and oh we you know earlier today me and scott here uh, text in and, and chatting a little bit. Hey, what are we going to talk about here? Uh, you know, we could talk about this. We could talk about that. And then I don't know what, uh, Scotty, probably about two and a half hours ago uh, from the recording of this podcast, uh, we got word that Caleb Love uh, is, uh, has decommitted uh, from Michigan. And, and we certainly know why. And we'll get into that a little bit. So plenty to discuss on this week's feeling blue. And you know what? Never a dull day for content. Scotty, what's going on? Glad to have you back here this week. I will acknowledge we have had a couple week hiatus here. Some things going on. Scotty, a little under the weather last week. So glad to have you back, my man. Glad you're feeling better. What's going on tonight? Yeah, man, it's it's good to be back. We uh, we haven't talked in a couple weeks. And and yeah, we were we were texting earlier and I was thinking, you know, this is weird. Like nothing, nothing big has really happened. And we haven't had the show in a couple weeks. Uh, you know, there's been some news, but no, nothing huge. And and of course, right before the show, something's always got to happen. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, like you said, it, it, it provides us with content and uh, it's content we, we would have preferred not to have, but it's content nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's, that's a great way to uh, describe it right there. Right. It's, it's the content we would have preferred not to have and if you did miss it um that that is the the big news here today now i had i had heard rumblings of this a while back didn't know how much truth uh there were to them but 
Uh, we saw it earlier today uh, from Sam Webb as he posted, uh, quote, I'm told an admissions issue will prevent Caleb Love's transfer to Michigan. Obviously, there's been a great deal of speculation about this possibility, but as you know, I don't typically engage in chatter about rumors, especially those having to do with academics. But after hearing this would be the outcome from sources at other schools, it was confirmed for me today. In maize and blue circles, this uh, better informs the coaching staff's decision to jump in on Ray J. Dennis. I'm told the decision is expected from him in the next week or so. I hope to have an update on him before then, as always, stay tuned and quote. So that's the first we uh, heard about it, and that was around 530. And then the news came down. Uh, I don't know, probably what, maybe 20 minutes later, 15, 20 minutes later that Caleb Lubb has, has decommitted from the University of Michigan. And as, you know, Sam put it, it's an admissions issue. Where have we heard this before, right? Terrence Shannon last yeah. year, obviously, uh, that was a, a big blow to Michigan's roster construct going into last season. How different is Michigan with Terrence Shannon on the roster? I would like to argue uh, very different, uh, even though Michigan yeah. did miss the, the tournament with an All-American big man and two probable lottery picks. But that's neither here nor there. Um, once again, second consecutive year, we're, we're dealing with a, a transfer issue regarding admissions obviously this is not you know subject only basketball we've seen it in football as well but but it's a it's a pretty big theme and I think it's part of a, a larger discussion to be had yeah it definitely is and I, and I think that it's so painful for the basketball team just because of how much bigger the transfer portal has become in college basketball you know with such a small roster when a team like Michigan this year is just completely depleted after losing its three best players last season. Um, and, you know, obviously there's, there's the recruiting class, but it's, it's, it's not very often where a true freshman comes in and can make an immediate impact on a team. So that's where the transfer portal becomes so important. And, and, you know, Michigan hit it well this off season. They, they really did. Juwan did a good job to get a guy like Caleb Love, to commit and and want to come play for Michigan. Um, and yeah, like you said, it's the second straight year this has happened. I mean, you, you've got, I mean, yeah, Michigan had a pretty stacked lineup without Terrence Shannon last year and unfortunately wasn't able to do much with it. Um, but you got to think that that would have been a little different with Terrence Shannon on the team. Um, and yeah, here we go again. I mean, it's, you know, in, in the, in the football off season, our, our theme is for the first month or so is Harbaugh leaving to the NFL and now it seems like maybe our, <laughs> our basketball offseason theme is going to be transfer admissions problems. So, yeah, I don't, I don't really know where Michigan goes from here. They got a few spots open. Um, and what seemed like a really promising build in the offseason to the roster has has now taken a huge hit. Uh, well, that's the thing, right? Like, I mean, we go back to when we learned that Caleb Love committed to Michigan uh I you know I I believe we were both on the same page I can't fully remember but I was a little bit reserved right like he, he can be a great player at times he can also be a frustrating player at times I didn't really know where I landed on him uh specifically but the thing of it was when you take a look at the roster right now right like the plan with him committed for Juwan, he was going to be a very, very important member of the team. Whether or not that was going to fully work out, we don't know. But those are major minutes in a major role that have just vanished off the roster now when you expected that to work out. So uh, that's that's the thing, right? It, it's like it's getting a little late in the game 
and and we'll get into this a, a little bit here, right? Uh, like the transfer portal has has dried up a little bit right now. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, you've got this big role opened up. How do you fill it? You know, and and there's a question to be had here too, Scotty. Of okay, Caleb Love. Obviously, we'll, we'll get into the ad- admissions thing um uh, shortly here, but for for Caleb Love, right? And and from Juwan's perspective, that either a he did his due diligence and and took a chance knowing that this was a possibility or B, they didn't do their due diligence, which I think is far worse knowing and not knowing that this was a possibility. And now you're blindsided by it. So what, you know, what, where was the disconnect, you know, from Juwan did, was he assured that this wasn't going to be an issue? Was it a thing like last year with Taryn Shannon where, Shannon was supposed to graduate early, right, from Texas Tech, or he was supposed to take a summer class. There, there was something weird where they revoked his scholarship uh, when they when he entered the transfer portal, right, and, and he wasn't able to graduate and come in as a grad transfer where admissions, you know, obviously uh, it wouldn't be uh, uh, the same sort of deal if you're a grad transfer versus an undergrad transfer. Is that the situation with Caleb Love? We do not know. But if not, if he was planning on coming as an undergrad transfer, you knew he was going to have to, you know, go through admissions. Then what, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's hard to kind of comprehend where he's coming from. I'd hope Jawan was just as blindsided by this as the rest of us, because if not, you just tied up a roster spot for a couple of months here, man, and, and potentially uh, sabotage yourself in the transfer portal for the off season. Yeah. Oh man. I was just taking a look through the transfer portal and yeah, the, the pickings are slim now. Um, but yeah, I mean, after what happened last year with Terrence Shannon, you, you've got to think that like, if there's anybody that's, that's considering you, you, you kind of tell them like, all right, well, let's, let's, let's make things, make sure things are good with the admissions process before we get too far ahead of ourselves. Like now, now that it's become a, a consistent issue at the university to the point where whenever there's a rumor of, uh, someone decommitting and everyone assumes that it's the admissions process it's it's got to be on the minds of the coaches um, and I would hope that I would really hope that it is and and like I said it seems like it's something that uh, you know you don't want to get too ahead of yourself so we should really figure this out kind of quick because like you said now here we are a couple months later and and there's not a lot going in here and and you mentioned Ray J Dennis earlier I mean that would be great but he's a he seems to be a big Illinois lead right now. Um, and, and yeah, I just, I don't really know where else Michigan goes right now. I mean, they've got three spots to fill. I think it is. They need depth at the end of the day. You're right. We, we did have the same opinion on Caleb love, but at the end of the day, this Michigan team needs some depth. Um, and yeah, yeah it needs some, it needs some dudes who can lost. put the, it needs some dudes who can put the damn ball in the basket, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, Ray J Dennis would be awesome. I mean, I, uh, that, that NIT game, Michigan and Toledo, he was, he's, he's a great player. Um, he didn't have any problems scoring on Michigan. Um, but at the end of the day, that doesn't look very likely. And like I said, I don't really know where else Michigan goes from here. And then, you know, there, there's kind of the flip side to this too, Scotty, that I uh, obviously want to get into here. And this is, you know, kind of becoming a theme, uh, with the university but so so the flip side of this is if Caleb Love you know if if we didn't know that he was going not going to be a grad transfer or even if we knew that right like if you as the university 
are limiting pretty much Jawan's ability to only go after grad transfers in the new age of a transfer portal. Like either you get a grad transfer and admission is not going to be an issue or none of their credits transfer and then no one's going to come there, right? Like, yeah, you can can transfer to Michigan and completely start over your college education. That's going to be very uh, far and few between. And who knows if you even get through the admissions process doing that if you got the grades good enough there right like if you as a university are hamstringing especially in basketball it may not be as prevalent in football obviously like a guy like Ernest Hausman has come over um and gotten just fine it doesn't seem maybe as prevalent on that side of things Michigan has has had some good luck with grad transfers in the in, in on the football team but for basketball man the, the landscape is is not just like grad transfers don't seem to be the marquee players that are transferring and entering the transfer portal each and every year. And if you're going to hamstring your basketball coach to pretty much only do grad transfers, you know, from a de facto standpoint, obviously that's it's yeah, like, yeah, you can go under an undergrad guy, maybe gets in, maybe doesn't. And if he does, maybe he has to start completely over. Then you, from a de facto standpoint, you're hamstringing Jawan to only grad transfers, and that is going to hamstring him and the program. It, it's going to cripple the program, and you would obviously have to you'd have to start. You, you know, you change your strategy. Here's here's the the catch twenty two on this, right? Because here's what you have to do from that standpoint: is you have to all of a sudden put big recruiting classes together to come in, but that's going to set you behind the eight ball because all of these other teams have a lot of uh, older depth and experienced players and veterans. This isn't like 2011 right now, you know, the college game where freshmen are going to come in and you put five or six together and they're going to dominate, you know, Kentucky is, is, is really struggling with that right now. So, all of a sudden, you're behind the eight ball there, and then you put this big recruiting class together. Maybe guys don't get the tick that they're looking for. They don't develop as fast as they want, so you can't play them. And all of a sudden, hey, guess what? They're in the transfer portal, and you're right back to square one. So I think the university's got a decision to make here, right? Because, yeah, I mean, I understand, you know, you're, you're looking to keep your academic integrity and whatnot, but, you know, sometimes it's, you know, I mean – a great recruiter of prospective students, and maybe this isn't a Michigan thing because it's such a great university, uh, but but a great recruiting tool is good athletics, man. I mean, you ask yeah. any single administrator of, of any school across the country, and all of a sudden your sports teams are doing good, and you're going to get an influx of applications. Again, maybe that's not the case for Michigan just because of the prestige surrounding the academic institution itself, but man, if, if it's at all a, a a question like like Michigan has a big budget that they put towards sports man and mm-hmm. if you're going to hamstring the second biggest program on campus it feels counterproductive 100% dude i mean you're you're 100% right and and in the age of college sports that we're at you have to adapt or you're going to get left in the dust and i mean it's already you know we've we've seen a little bit of problems for Michigan in the NIL i mean that's Hunter Dickinson said, you know, I I wasn't getting enough money at Michigan that I'm going to get other places. Um, And you you just, you have to adapt. Um, And and I will say as I, I, well, first off, I would, I really, like you said, the academic integrity of the university is a huge thing. And, and like, you're, you're not going to see this at another school, you know, like 
changing up the sport a little bit, but just just thinking of Alabama football or Ohio State football, if someone, if a really good player is trying to transfer to that school, I don't care what they did in, in school, they're, they're going to be allowed to transfer. Like, it's not going to – this this doesn't happen other places, and Michigan's going to have to adapt. Um, and, and I obviously don't know how anything works with when it comes to a transfer for athletics. Um, but I remember when I transferred to Michigan, they did not let any of my credits for my major transfer over. So I basically did just have to start from scratch. And if that becomes the case of someone who's way farther along and they find out that they have to, you know, start all over, like, yeah, no one's going to want to do that. And they're going to go to a different school where they can focus more on basketball and not their classes. Yeah. And I, and I think it's a, it's a decision that, the university is going to need to make because I will tell you right now, and, and I will flat out believe this, Jawani could be the, the best recruiter in the world, whatever. It, it, the name of the game in college basketball is transfer portal. There, yeah. That has been established. Go look at the final four last year. It was such a high percentage of players that were transfers that were playing in that game that contributed on those teams that made it to the final four. That's the name of the game, man. If you're going to compete in that sport, you need to utilize the transfer portal. That's 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 it, you know. And and obviously, I mean, you can ask Michigan State fans. Yeah, they had a nice run to the Sweet Sixteen, but ultimately didn't win the Big Ten last year, and you know got beaten the in in the Sweet Sixteen. And a lot of people during the offseason were were hoping that Tom Izzo would have went out and got a transfer big man, and maybe that changes that entire season for Michigan State, where they could have competed for a Big Ten championship and, and potentially run to the Final Four with the guards that they had. You have to utilize the transfer portal in today's college basketball game, and Michigan's just Michigan will not be able to be successful without being allowed to utilize the transfer portal. That's that's just the I mean that's that's just the cold hard facts of the situation. Now I'm not saying this is this is the broader discussion, right? We don't know the exact details of Caleb Love like maybe his grades ultimately just completely sucked, you know, and this isn't necessarily just a uh admissions thing. We don't know that, but if it's if he's like on the brink and there's like no, you know, just to just because they can and they're like, you know, we're Michigan, then, well, good luck, Juwan, man. I, I would yeah. start looking for some NBA gigs. <laughs> yeah, seriously, dude. I mean, like, we can't put any blame on Juwan Howard for any of this. Like, this is at the end of the day out of his control. Um, and it just, it, it doesn't seem like that would be, like, he's he's coming from, like, these, these credits are coming from North Carolina. It's like, it's one of the best schools in the country. So it's just it's so hard to to wrap my head around what could be <clears throat> holding him back, you know, like, I mean, it's it's another and, and the same thing. I mean, like it's Terrence Shannon's coming from a fine school in the Big 12 in Texas Tech. It's just I, I it's it, like I said, it's hard for me to wrap my head around what the problem is here. Um, but Michigan has to act soon or it, they're, they're just going to fall behind. Um, and, and unfortunately it seems like that process of falling behind is, is starting to get underway because if, if something magical isn't done here in this off season to, to get some more guys on this roster, Luke, I am, it might, it might be a rough season of watching Michigan basketball next year. 
You're not wrong there, man. I do want to let you know, though, that support for Feeling Blue is brought to you by Home Field Apparel. In case you aren't familiar with Home Field, they're a premium collegiate apparel brand based out of Indianapolis. Not only is that stuff comfy that they sell, it's amazing. It's officially licensed gear as well. So they don't screw around when it comes to the designs. The home field team studies that history, the traditions, the legacy of every single school. They get all that information and they create thoughtful designs that tell the unique story of each university. And home field has some awesome new Michigan designs you're not going to find anywhere else. You have to check them out. They got t-shirts, hoodies, crew necks, sweatpants. They do it all. You can represent the maize and blue wherever you are all summer long. If you want some brand new, good looking Michigan swag, all you got to do is head over to homefieldapparel.com and use the promo code Michigan15 for 15% off your first order. Not just one item, your entire order, 15% off. I love the home field apparel. I love my crew neck. It's one of the comfiest and most stylish things that I have. 15% off. You could have it. Use the promo code Michigan15 at homefieldapparel.com. Uh, there, there's also the the question, obviously. I think, you know, we we talked about it, Scotty. Um, Juwan Howard really needs to take an introspective look at the program uh, and and ultimately the, the culture uh, w- within the program as well. Uh, because, you know, obviously with the Hunter Dickinson stuff, sound like, there, there was some rumblings in there. I mean, I mean, at times, you know, lackluster effort. You know, obviously the the Jet Howard free throw uh, situation come comes yeah. to mind uh, early in the NIT. There, Just, I mean, but but there there was stuff about that, you know, all year long, and that and that's the other thing, you know, regarding this whole situation is Caleb Love's a great player, but. Is that the guy kind of guy, obviously, that, that can come in and, and positively impact the culture that you're trying to build uh, at Michigan? And, I mean, you know, losing out on a guy like that certainly isn't going to answer those questions uh, in, in a positive manner regarding the, the culture surrounding this program right now. Right, yeah. You know, the Caleb Love decommitting is is certainly – it's upsetting and, and it's, uh, it's surprising. But at the end of the day – none of Michigan's problems had been solved yet with just with Caleb love coming to Michigan. Um, and, and now they're set back a little bit, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was concerning to see the effort that was displayed in that Rutgers game of the big 10 tournament with the season on the line. Um, and then, yeah, there's, there's Twitter drama going on in the off season. Um, and, and it next year, feels like a really big make or break year for the program and for Juwan. Um, and at this point, I mean, expectations are are going to be very low. I mean, I don't think there's any fan right now feeling good about the upcoming Michigan basketball season. Um, so, no. you know, it's, it's not going to be hard to, to meet those expectations. I mean, personally for me, I'm, at, at this point where we are today right now, I'm expecting Michigan to, you know, maybe be on the brink of a, a Wednesday big 10 tournament game. Like I, it's not looking good at all. Um, and it really feels like a make or break type type season next year for the program and for Juwan. Um, and if, if uh, Michigan comes out and, you know, finishes, you know, in that bottom half of the big 10 and, and doesn't fight for a tournament spot again, I think, I think Juwan's uh, seat is going to be pretty hot at the end of next season. Yeah, like you said, man, the <laughs> the roster makeup is not invoking any sort of confidence right oh, now. Yes. 
And and you're running out of options, man. It's May 17th. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, you got the summer programs coming up. It's uh it it's a bleak situation for sure, man. Um and and I hope that he he did get a, a good jump start uh on things. Obviously, it it feels like maybe the you touched on it earlier with the Hunter Dickinson stuff, you know, maybe the the NIL sort of collectives doesn't feel like their focus is necessarily this basketball program, right? Like uh, Michigan football is absolutely rolling right now. Yeah. And that's always going to take first priority. So that, that makes things a little more difficult a, as well. When you're talking about some of these guys and some are reported of what these NIL deals in the transfer portal are getting like the Cleveland kid, you know, um, and, and Miami just throwing bags of cash everywhere. Um, uh, it, it's going to make it tough if you're playing second fiddle at the school. Yeah, I mean, there's there's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot that Juwan can do with with uh, if NIL is going bad and the admissions process is doing this and that. Um, and but like, but hey, dude, at the end of the day, thank thank goodness for Michigan football right now. Like you said, like NIL is going well for them. Things can, are going great you, with Michigan football, yeah, man. <laughs> man. Can you can you imagine if we had to deal with this for for both sports right now? I mean, well, that I, would just be terrible. We're not allowed to have both programs good at the no. same time. Just it not. Is, it is. Yeah. It'll, it'll never happen. Um, but you know, it, it, it at least it, it could be worse. It could be worse, but yeah. yeah, man. I mean, with the state of, with, of, you know, I know you're, you're a Cowboys fan, um, but with the state of, of Detroit sports, I, I need my Michigan football. So. I'm also a Pistons and a Red Wings fan and the, the lottery luck yeah, between those two. I mean, good God. You, you know, things are, are, are going poorly in Detroit when, our only hope is the lions. And I, that's never happened before, man. It's, it's, it's grim right now, but Hey, if the lions, you know, if they, if they live up to the hype next year, it's going to be yeah. a fun season. Oh man. Support for feeling blue. Thanks to manscaped. And they now sell beard products. Once again, revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new beard hedger pro kit. Have that beard trim, maybe a fresh shave. Technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape that signature beard look. It all starts with that Beard Hedger, a cordless trimmer. Rotary wheel gives you 20 cutting lengths with just one guard. I've got one of those old school, you know, pairs of pairs of clippers, guards all over the, you know, in, in the drawers. It's a mess that you don't get that. With this, it's all on one wheel. It's never been so easy. 20 different beard lengths, just one guard, and it's waterproof. Shave in the shower, you know, multitask a little bit. We're going to hook you up a little bit as well. Head to manscaped.com. Use promo code MNB20 for 20% off in free shipping. That's MNB20 for 20% off and free worldwide shipping at manscaped.com. Before we wrap up here, Scotty, I know uh, the Michigan baseball season. Uh, coming to uh, the the weekend, I think the final weekend this weekend, right? Give us a little yes. rundown on, on what's going on with Michigan baseball, man. Yeah, we've got a pretty thick race um, in the Big Ten right now. We've got Indiana and Maryland at the top, um, sitting two games above Michigan. And honestly, it's, it's unlikely that Michigan gets themselves into a, a spot where they're sharing the Big Ten title. Um, but things fall pretty nicely into place uh, going into this final series. Michigan plays Ohio State, um, who is six and fifteen in Big Ten play. They're second to last in the conference. They're not a very good team. 
Um, and, and Michigan has to sweep them to really have any fighting chance. Um, but it's a good team for them to be playing this week. And then all of the teams above Michigan, like I said, those tight race, I think Nebraska, Iowa, uh, and Rutgers are all tied with Michigan. And then Indiana and Maryland are two games up. None of those teams are playing each other this weekend. So it's not like there's any teams ahead of Michigan that are automatically going to get wins. All of the teams ahead of them are playing road series this weekend. Um, So if Michigan can find a way to sweep Ohio state and Indiana and Maryland lose two out of three in their series, then Michigan can get a share of the big 10. It's unlikely, but should be a fun weekend of baseball rivalry week against Ohio state. Um, So yeah, that's, that's how things are wrapping up for the baseball team. Oh man, you certainly can't beat that. Uh, yeah. Coming up, you know, let, let's hope for a little sweep here, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They 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 got a fighting chance, so it should be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate the uh, little update on Michigan baseball. Love this time of year. Hope they can make a little run in the Big Ten tournament uh, like they did a year ago. Well, Scotty, as we wrap things up for this week's Feeling Blue, man, let us know where we can find you on social media. You guys can give me a follow on Twitter at Scotty White underscore all of the articles, all my podcasts, they will all be posted there. And you can find me on Twitter at Luke Giardi, L-U-K-E-G-H-I-A-R-D-I. Don't forget, check out mazabrew.com for a lot of great coverage of everything going on as well. And check out all of our wonderful podcasts wherever you get your podcasts on the Block M Podcast Network. So many great shows for you to listen to to get that Michigan sports fix in. For my partner, Scotty White, I'm Luke Yardy, and we, of course, will see you next week on Feeling Blue.